Hello ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to an episode of Is It My Cup of Tea and this is The Imogen Report. So, Imogen, what have you seen lately on the arts and entertainment field? So in the last fortnight, I've seen Jesus Christ Superstar, Emil and the Detectives, and School of Rock. So which one would you like to talk about first? Uh, so we'll talk about Jesus Christ Superstar first. Um, so that's Lynch and Patterson have been performing that at the Twelfth Night Theatre. Um, and I saw that uh, two weeks ago on the opening weekend. And so like... I was worried going into this show because I used to watch the movie version of it a lot back when I was religious. Um, like I was Mormon and my grandma who had a copy was Anglican and like I remember watching it at least once a month when I went to her house. So, um, well, well favourite. <laughs> yeah, favorite. no, I really enjoyed it. Like it was a fun way of like seeing that story unfold. I guess, yeah, brought to um, life in a, yeah. in a relatable way. And yeah, they broke into song. songs. I, I didn't have to. that one at my, at my Nana's house. We had Pinocchio. <laughs> oh, I watched yeah. a lot of like the Anna Green Gables movies. <laughs> oh, I think I watched this at my grandma's and then at home I watched Fan with the Opera and Disney. <gasps> yes. um, exclusively. Nothing Phantom. else. Yes. yes. Um, but yeah, so I think... It's probably been a decade um, okay, since, since I've you've seen, the movie. seen it. And I was worried going into this that I was going to have like the same anxious feeling that I have when um, like I go to family dinners and they go, okay, let's pray. Okay, yeah, because I will um, say like it's not on my yeah. top list of musicals to see because I'm not, I won't say I'm not not religious, but I'm yeah. not actively religious. It's but like, I think I'm agnostic. And the only uh, religious style musical I've seen was Godspell. And no offense to anyone who loves it, I hated it. So <laughs> I'm not keen to yeah. like revisit. But yeah, it. so yeah, I was worried that I was going to have that kind of. Story. I was going to okay. go. This was a show that I used to love, and am I going to go into it and I'm going to feel tense and uncomfortable, and it's going to bring back like the feelings of when I was questioning mm. my faith before I decided it wasn't for me. Um, and I didn't have any of that. No, you just enjoyed the show. And I was like, oh my god, I recognise this rhythm and I recognise this plotline. And I enjoyed it, which was really like cathartic for me, experience-wise. Um, but okay. also, the show itself was enjoyable. Like, And they took a twist on it, because based on like other things that I've seen, a lot of productions tend to go for that classic rock look that goes okay. with a rock musical, and you get like leather and jeans and flowy shirts yeah, and stuff. and very not back in that yeah, particular but, period. Yeah, but, I mean, this one didn't go for the period either, but it went for the period it was written in. So it had people kind of, like, hippie 60s. Um, with, like, yeah, like, 60s green, like, pleat bottom skirts and, like, bell bottoms Ooh. and vests. Ooh. And I thought it was a fun twist that, like, um, Judas was, like, classic rocker all in black. Okay. And Jesus was, like, almost hippie-ish with, like, full white outfit that was kind of, like like cottony breezy and I felt like that said a very distinct energy about their characterizations. What did you feel think of the songs and the and the singing? I thought like the leads Just were horror, fantastic. Horror. Um slightly concerned about Judas's voice because like I can't imagine having to belt out that kind of rock. Oh, I wow. think one weekend they did like four or five shows. Wow. And I was like 
oh my god your poor vocals um <laughs> like because he was fantastic oh. but like a lot, everybody else had a lot smoother sounds and he had very classic gravelly rock voice oh so he had that it's that they call it the rock screamer voice where they're kind of yeah. And yeah. Kind of, yeah. It's yeah. That, so like, yeah, Judas wow. had a very classic rock voice, and wow. he does like two or three very heavy songs, and like he was amazing. I'd forgotten like the vast range of sounds that you get in the show because you've got that classic rock, and then Mary's ones are like this soft, sweet. Let okay. me take care of you, Jesus. I want to make sure you're okay, and like you see Jesus kind of like have a crisis in like what he's doing and who he's helping Mm. and like the conversations between him and Caesar about his own people turning him over and turning their backs on him um you're actually you're actually intriguing me enough to go back because like obviously the shows may not still be on now but you're actually intriguing me enough to go actually sit down and watch uh, the movie or the I think I'm gonna go look up the movie again um or I have seen a TikTok about the like a Swedish production where they went very much like leather rocker look and like jesus gets walled around in a trolley cart um <laughs> and him and jesus judas have a full kiss on the lips like very intense wow. and i'm like i might need to watch a few versions now because yeah. i know now that i can yeah you watch can still it enjoy and it. enjoy it enjoy as a piece of theater i'm really glad oh and like um lynch and patterson they also had like the band in costume because you could see oh. them at the back um and the guitarist comes on stage like center stage for a couple of solos and during it where people were like they're dancing around him um it really worked even without a set um which like i was curious about because like obviously the movie you've got like they go to the desert and there's all of these massive things um where it didn't didn't have much of a set no i don't think there were any set pieces in the first Act. Okay, so pretty much best. And then the second act, you had some things for Caesar, the disco balls, um, and then like the cross, which okay. they do actually have get brought on stage, and then they like stick it in something and so then it that comes can stand up. Oh, on it. So wow. like, okay, so pretty minimal on the set. There's a really good photo of they've got on the um, Lynch and Patterson social media of like Jesus on the cross, and I'm like, wow. yeah, they did okay. good. Um, so that's cool. So it's pretty pretty minimalist, but it made a big impact. Yeah, it was minimalist, um, but yeah, it did. And what was your favourite moment from the whole show? Really enjoy, like, Judas's songs, especially when he's talking to, I think it's like the priests and stuff, okay. that um, he's trying to justify the fact that he turned Jesus over to them and he's having this sort of crisis where he loves him, but he thinks he's getting away from what his original purpose was when he set out. And then they kind of, like, bribe him. And so he's, like, sitting down, and they're all like, come on, come on, tell us. And then, like, um, they pour, like, silver silver. stuff into a cup that he's holding. Um, And I think they captured that moment really well. The show was definitely my cup of tea. Um, What's uh, what's the next show that's coming up? Is it Les Mis? um, So they have Les Mis advertised as coming soon, but I think the next one might be The Creatures of Prometheus Ballet, which they have dates for in November. Either way, um, this was my first Lynch and Patterson show, Mm. and I am sold on seeing more of their performances. They seem to have the classics of Rodgers and Hammerstein coming as well. Yeah, I think that's a regular one. Um, Awesome. All right, so next show um emil and the detectives that which was one that um, we both saw yes we just saw it on two different, on different days. days um but that was on at qpac 
and it was produced by Slingsby, um, which is a South Australian production company that was performing up at QPAC. It was an interesting show. Mm. I mean, you, you get greeted, you get to make your own little cardboard cutout houses yes. that get used within the show for the shadow play in, in interplay that happens within. It was an interesting blend of animation, shadow puppetry, and performances. Yes. My favourite part of that was uh, it's actually two of my two favorite parts of it was the the tram uh yeah. how they utilize a, a small cut out of a tram yeah the second time around the second the time around and you see the you see the actress who plays a meal um jump on the tram and they talk to the shadows <laughs> but i love the suitcase with this with the building that comes out of it oh that was cool uh, that was really cool yeah but it was interesting seeing a very different form of Theater. Oh, it was definitely different. It was fun in the way that, like, I remember some of the shows that I saw as a kid mm. um, being, where, like, there were some audience-orientated bits where they're like, um, like, with the button. The button. At the beginning. The telephone. Um, yeah, like, it was good fun. Um, I, there were some interesting elements that I enjoyed. I'm not sure if it's, like, entirely my cup of tea. Um, it's, it's the but same. But it definitely like... intrigued you. But it was intriguing, okay. and it is, like, I think the first Shadow Puppet show that I've seen. So same. I did particularly like that element. Yeah. And, and how they brought the animation in, like, the pre-filmed and animation into the, the scene when they're on the train. train. And they've got, like, the blind coming up and down, and you're seeing things fly past the window and stuff. Okay. And I thought that was very cool. Well, I think it's on in Canberra next. Oh, you're listening to this in Canberra. Go get a ticket to Emil and the Detectives. The show is actually coming to the Canberra Theatre Centre oh, on the yeah. 27th to the 28th of July at the Playhouse. So if you do happen to listen to this, it is worth the ticket price to yeah, go and see. Definitely. Definitely. And especially definitely if you want to take your kids, kids to see something different. I mean, yes. it's always great to see a pantomime that plays every time at a community theatre and all that. Yeah. But if you want something a bit different, this is it. This is it. And kudos yeah. to backstage members for the scene transitions. Yes. It's a. It's very I much worth seeing. Like the little train costumes that went with the overall theme. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So I look so. forward to seeing further shows of Slingsby whenever we get the chance. Mm, all right. So next, next show. Yes. Um, so last Saturday, um, after seeing Emil and the Detectives, I saw School of Rock up at Redcliffe Musical Theatre. That was a big day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Five hours of public transport is fantastic. Oh, Queensland. I would Queensland, it Queensland to if you're listening, everyone. we need better public transport. Just Please. saying. Which also has a past cast member in it that was in Venus and Fur, yes. which was Dom Bradley. Which was a pity that we never got the chance to get there, but we've been so busy down here, and Redcliffe is a little bit of a drive for Oof, us. Yeah. So. Um, no, like Redcliffe Musical Theatre um, has like a fantastic performance space to work out of. Um, that definitely worked for School of Rock. Um, I've actually never seen the movie. Okay, so I actually have seen the movie. Yeah. Uh, um, admittedly, like quite a while ago, yeah. but like, I remember enough of it. I think I've seen a few it. scenes, but Jack Black always fell into the category of actors that I found kind of slapstick, embarrassing, slightly, and painful to watch. Slightly cringy. And yeah, he, like he, I can't watch him. I can't watch Jim Carrey. Um, I see. I can watch them sometimes. Or the guy who plays Michael in the Office. Yes, it's like a sometimes a thing for me. It uh, depends. It depends on the movie. Yes. Like because I can watch Jack Black in Jumanji until the cows come home, but it's <laughs> it's oh, yeah okay. But anyway, yeah, we're anyway, off Anyway, of Rock though. Um, so like I've seen a few scenes, but I okay as a Jack whole Jack Black. Yeah. Yeah. It bo- it borders um, on the silly, but it borders yeah. just in. But I actually really enjoyed the musical. Um, 
Tom got this mixture of the character that was like mostly one that I wasn't expecting a Jack Black character to be, but he did definitely channel Jack Black in a few scenes where he was like jumping around singing and I was like, ah, we found him. I can see Jack Black doing that. You're spot on. Um, <laughs> but no, I did actually enjoy the show, which I, I was kind of worried that I wouldn't. I know, um, I, I, I missed out on saying it. it was one I was intrigued by, especially because the music's done by Andrew Lloyd Webber. I'm a little oh. bit of a Webber fan. Yeah. I think it's just the music. I'm, I don't think it's the lyrics, but yeah, he, he did okay. assist on that music. Yeah, and like, Dom Bradley um, and Thomas Armstrong Robley, like, their best friends and their dynamic was, like, believable. Um, okay. Yeah, nice. and um, the... Uh, what was... Uh, so, <laughs> Rosalie Mullins, who... the principal? Yeah, the principal. Um, her and Dewey, adorable. Okay. The way that they had, um, Ned Schneebly. Schneebly. Um, Schneebly. Um, <laughs> who starts off very straight-laced and then decides to go back to his rocker roots, I found the outfit that they picked for that was very entertaining. Um, yeah, no, they had some really talented kids, um, and the leads were really good. Um. Awesome. You could tell that Tom had a lot of fun with his character, <laughs> That's what you want. As long as it was an amazing night out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it want. was worth going up. Um, just going to stay in a hotel next time I do that. And not <laughs> to not break public and transport anymore. spend another two and a half hours of public transport back home. Ouch. Yeah. Queensland, do better. Please. <laughs> uh, I'm entirely sure what Redcliffe's next show is. However, in the program, they are advertising that they're doing Priscilla, Queen of the Desert in March next year. Oh. Um, also, uh, the lead, Thomas Armstrong Robley, is going to be playing the Pirate King over in Pirates of Penzance at Ipswich. Ah, who's um, that going to be through the Pirates of Penzance? Um, it's that Ipswich is. Theatre Company. Okay. Um, and that is the 10th to the 29th of September. Okay. So anybody who enjoys Gilbert and Sullivan, it's being done in Ipswich. Yes. Mm, all right. Now, are there any other shows that you're scheduled to go see in the upcoming weeks? In the upcoming weeks. Well, Awakening okay. on Friday. Which is we'll being performed that. by the Good Time go. Theatrical. Yeah. And then um, I won't really have time to see shows because I will be involved in the Drama Merchants next show. That's Peak, right. Backstage. Peak, which, um, which Nathan mm. will be doing a podcast see, I still haven't soon. seen any rehearsals of this so I definitely Ooh. can't wait to see what's going on but I kind of I kind of want to wait to um, see it and then the next show I have booked is Cinderella at Phoenix Ensemble in Beanley um, so I'm keen to see that on closing night let me know if you have any show suggestions in southeast Queensland at theatres I can access via public transport yeah awesome. leave your suggestions in the comments uh, or if you would like us to come along and have a chat about your show feel free to contact us there too good night <laughs> so long farewell i'll be to say goodbye